0: You're listening to The Living Word with Danny Hodges of Calvary Chapel Fellowship in St. Pete. We come alive as we are filled with the living word Uproot the lies so we can fully rest in your truth yeah, yeah.
1: Our future home place of family and I know what some of you are thinking there's some family members I don't want there but understand it'll be family harmony peace and love like you've never known and I'm looking forward to seeing not only my mother and my grandmother and those that have gone on that I knew in this world and I was related to in the flesh we're going to get to hang out with David and Moses and Elijah and Elisha and mother Mary and all these people they're part of our family we get to have meals with them we get to sit around talk about Mary what was it like to conceive
0: the Christ child Life in heaven can sometimes be a difficult thing to understand because we don't exactly know what it will be like. In today's message, Pastor Danny discusses some things about heaven that we do know. For instance, our future home will be made up of family. Now maybe your family experience hasn't been the most loving, but in heaven there will be peace and harmony. You'll get to eat and talk with people like Mary and Moses. Oh, what a day that will be, to talk with people that we've only ever read about. Now here's Pastor Danny in the book of Acts chapter 28 as he continues his message, the coming kingdom.
1: will be king of kings and lord of lords over the world people will live longer these are unbelievers and they may become believers if i understand it correctly they may become believers but they're still in their mortal bodies he who dies at a hundred will be considered cursed because of the way that jesus is improving everything about the earth Of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. He's improving things. And it goes on for a thousand years. People will live longer just because of the improvement Jesus is bringing about to the world. And then we go from the thousand year reign into the eternal kingdom. I mean, just this next set of verses alone, you could just chew on this. Revelation 21. Then I saw new heaven. New earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away and there was no longer any sea. doesn't say there's no water. We know from the next chapter there's water. We know in the millennial kingdom, the thousand-year reign, saltwater fish will dwell in fresh water. Fellow spirit fishing buddy. I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride beautifully dressed for her husband. And I heard a voice from the throne saying, look, God's dwelling place is now among the people and he'll dwell with them. They'll be his people. God himself will be with them and be their God. He'll wipe away every tear from their eyes. There'll be no more death, mourning, crying, or pain for the old order of things has passed away. He was seated on the throne said, I'm making everything new. Then he said, write this down for these words are trustworthy and true. Have you ever stopped to just chew on this truth from that passage? There'll be no more death, mourning, crying, or pain. This world's not our home. I think one of the reasons we still have issues and problems, and one of the reasons that God doesn't heal everybody, including Christians, he wants us to stay hungry for a world to come and not get bogged down and engrossed in the things of this world. I got a letter last week from Bill. A few of us that go way back in the fellowship, we played flag football together for 10 years before we got old. And ultimately, we had a pretty good team. At first, we were awful. Got a new quarterback named Bill. He played with us for years. And Bill got in some trouble. He wasn't a Christian. Went to jail. I visited him in jail. On one of those visits, Bill shared with me, as I had also shared with him about Christ. And he'd shared how he'd given his life to Jesus. And he said, Danny... I'm really thankful I went to jail because if I had not gone to jail, I may never have come to know Jesus. Barring a miracle, Bill will die in prison. But he writes me regularly. Got a chance with our softball team to visit and play softball with Bill a few years ago. It was a treat. This is a letter just from last week. I'll tell you how he opened it. He opened it the way he always opens his letters. You know how he opens his letters? Here it is. Dear Wendy and Danny and family, greetings in our Lord and Savior's name. He's worthy to be praised. He closed it this way, as is common. I long for the second coming of our Lord. I'll walk the gold streets with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Lord, come quickly. Exclamation point. Bill's in prison. He'll probably die in prison if Jesus tarries, but He's free. He's free. And he's longing for the day, and it's going to come when there will be no prison for Bill, because he's a citizen of the kingdom of heaven. Got a text from a college buddy last week. We just reconnected a few weeks ago through email and Facebook. And he texted me last week. He said, would you put on the church prayer list our daughter, Allison, she's 23 years old. She had a stroke. 23 years old. Twenty-three years old. There's coming a day. Anybody cry last week and not out of joy? Anybody cry last week and not out of joy? Anybody feeling pain in any way right now? I hope it's not because of me. (laughs) Anybody feel pain the last week, the last month? Had some jokesters last night. I said, anybody never felt pain? And a couple of jokesters in the back raised their hand. I sent two ushers and beat them up. So they could understand pain. If you're new with us, that was a joke. (laughs) Some of this stuff, you heard all this stuff before. A lot of you have heard this stuff before. I got nothing new really, but we're going to get new bodies. I've been looking at some of you for a long time from this angle. And you're saying, we've been looking at you too. You don't look the way you used to. The feeling is mutual. We're going to get new bodies. I mean, you just can't read. You can't read First Corinthians fifteen and not get excited. If you don't get excited, you're not excitable. You're dead. Verse thirty-five. Someone will ask, "How are the dead raised? With what kind of body will they come?" i'm foolish! What you sow does not come to life unless it dies. When you sow, you don't plant the body that will be, but just a seed, perhaps of wheat or something else. But God gives it a body as he has determined, and to each kind of seed he gives his own body. Not all flesh is the same. People have one kind of flesh, animals have another, birds have another, fish another. There are also heavenly bodies, and there are earthly bodies, but the splendor of the heavenly bodies is of one kind, and the splendor of the earthly bodies is another. The sun has one kind of splendor, the moon another, stars another, star differs from star in splendor. So will it be with the resurrection of the dead. The body that is sown is perishable. It's raised imperishable. It's sown in dishonor. It's raised in glory. It's sown in weakness. It's raised in power. It's sown a natural body. It's raised a spiritual body. If there's a natural body, there's also a spiritual body. So it is written, the first man, Adam, became a living being. The last, Adam, a life-giving spirit. The spiritual did not come first, but the natural. And after that, the spiritual. The first man was of the dust of the earth. The second man is of heaven. As was the earthly man, so are those who are of the earth. And as is the heavenly man, so are those who are of heaven. And just as we have borne the image of the earthly man, so shall we bear the image of the heavenly man. I declare to you, brothers and sisters, the flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does the perishable inherit the imperishable. Listen, I tell you a mystery. We will not all sleep, but we will all be changed in a flash, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound, the dead will be raised imperishable, and we will be changed. For the perishable must clothe itself with the imperishable, and the mortal with immortality. Have you ever stopped and chewed on the truth that we are going to one day be immortal? When the perishable has been clothed with the imperishable and the immortal with immortality, then the saying that is written will come true. Death has been swallowed up Amen. in victory. Amen. Now, don't get the wrong idea. Spiritual bodies that have physical substance, Jesus being our example after his resurrection, he had a physical substance. He said, touch and see. A ghost does not have flesh and bones as you see I have. Notice he didn't say flesh and blood. Because the new body is not powered by blood. But by the spirit. My understanding is there's not blood in our new body. The spirit empowers it. Right now you lose your blood, you're dead. It's a spiritual body. But it has physical substance. I like the statement in verse 37 I just read. When you sow, you do not plant the body that will be, but just a seed. Went to Home Depot yesterday. Got some flower seeds. First one I picked out. It's called a zinia. I opened it up. I looked at these little seeds. They're, just, they're not very impressive, and they're just so small. They're really kind of seemingly insignificant. You know what they produce? They produce a zinia. These little insignificant seeming seeds, that's what they produce. And then some others really caught my attention. All of them, while different colors, these are morning glories. I bet you never know why I picked them, especially morning glories. And the seeds, similar to the zinnia. You look at them and you go, really? Now I know, I don't look like I used to look. I know I'm starting to look like some of those bulbs, And if I live long enough, I'm going to shrivel and get, and just, you're just going to go, he's old. And so this is the body that's planted, but this is not the body. In the eternal kingdom, there's no sin. Each one of these points, if you just dwell on any one of these points, it'd blow your mind. No sin. Revelation 21 says there's nothing impure that will enter. Nothing impure. Not only that, Romans chapter 7, Paul talks about the struggle he has. And as much as he loved the Lord, he said, Who will deliver me from this body of death? Because when I want to do good, evil's right there with me. And he was always struggling. And he knew he wasn't perfect. One day he will be. And if there's no sin, get this, (laughs) and I make this a separate one, there's no temptation. Because now it says there's no temptation that's taken you but such is common to man. And God will with the temptation make a way of escape. But how many have not taken the way of escape sometimes? I've failed so many times. I didn't take the way out. I gave in to the temptation. One day when there's no more sin, there'll be no more temptation. I can't wait for that day because I hate the battle. I like the fruit of resisting, but it's a pain to resist. And that day there'll be no more resisting, no more sin, no more temptation. And then some people over the years have gotten these crazy thoughts about what the kingdom and what heaven is really like. And they suggest things that are just so unbiblical. I don't know where they get them from. Randy Alcorn, even in the book I just read, In Light of Eternity, I'm looking forward to finishing this one, uh, gives me fresh thoughts on things about heaven that I've never thought about before, about the kingdom, the coming kingdom. And, you know, some people, their faith has been ruined because of suggestions that are unbiblical about what it's going to be like. For example, there's going to be food there. If there's no food there, you think, well, man, that's kind of a bummer, isn't it? But there is going to be food. How do we know that? Jesus said, I say to you that many will come from the east and west and take their places at the feast with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. One of the things I perused already and I highlighted just backstage this morning in this book, there are more feasts in the Bible than fasts. You just look at the life of Jesus when he came in his first coming. How many times did you see him having a meal with somebody? After his resurrection, what did he do? He went to the disciples. He walked through the wall. And after they settled down, he says, peace. He says, you got anything to eat? That's what he said. And they gave him a piece of broiled fish and he ate it in their presence. Blessed are those who are invited to the wedding supper of the Lamb. Best meal you ever had in this life. We're planning on doing filet mignon tomorrow night. I'm sorry. I've gotten it down now. I I really, I can cook a good filet. Man, I'm getting excited. But the meal we're going to have and the the eating, I don't know how to explain it, but our taste buds now when we eat in heaven, it's going to be better than ever before. Jesus said, I confer on you a kingdom just as my father conferred one on me so that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom. Let me give you one more here. Revelation 22. Oh, I love this one. Verse 1. Then the angel showed me the river of the water of life as clear as crystal, flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb down the middle of the great street of the city. On each side of the river stood the tree of life, bearing 12 crops of fruit. If I understand that right, it's not just one fruit. It's 12 different kinds of fruit. Yielding its fruit every month. I read that this past week in preparation for this message. You know what my mind went back to? My first mission trip at Christian College. It was several weeks long. Over the summer, we went to Hong Kong, Taiwan, Korea, Australia, doing ministry. It was tremendous. And we had a stopover to do ministry for almost a week in Suffering for Jesus, Hawaii. The singers, the chorale did ministry on Oahu in the Waikiki area mainly. Thirteen of us, the band, the majority of the band, and the crew, the sound crew and others, including myself, were put on little planes and we flew to the island of Maui. They put us on a missionary house right on the beach. Two of us, me and my friend Kim Chafin, were picked To go into the mountains of Maui and volunteer at a Christian camp for teenagers for the rest of the week. I'll never forget it. It was like paradise. We had fresh pineapple and other fruit, but mainly pineapple, every single day. It's the best pineapple I ever had in my life. (laughs) When you read this, you have to think tropical it's like the commercial of the crystal clear blue water and the people sitting on the beach and taking their cell phone and throwing it in the water and that's decaying world it's tropical (laughs) it's not cold there (laughs) there are no blizzards there there's no snow I'll miss snow skiing, but I'm sure there's something else to take its place. we got to move on. Who in the world ever suggested there are no animals in heaven? There are animals in heaven. Revelation 19, Jesus comes with the armies of heaven, and Jesus is riding on a white horse, and all the army is riding on white horses. In the thousand-year reign, there are animals, and it's a precursor and a prelude to the eternal kingdom. Whoever suggested if there are horses, I have to believe there are other animals as well. Young child years ago asked evangelist Billy Graham, their pet had just died that week. And they said, pastor Graham, will my pet who died? Will my pet be in heaven? You know what his answer was? I think it's classic. If it'll make you any happier. Yes. If It'll make you any happier. Yes. They'll be there. There are animals in heaven. There are no cats. Um, i'm almost out of time um I, i don't have time just the heavenly jerusalem i mean the gates of pearl each gate a single pearl the gates are never shut the foundations made of every kind of precious stone i mean just unbelievable this is the capital You want to get a fresh idea of the bigness of the heavenly Jerusalem? By the way, it's a cube. It's as high as it is wide and long. It's a cube, which suggests we're going to be able to go horizontally as well as vertically. We'll be like the angels. I'm convinced of that. And if you were to take just in our mindset of living in this world, not a cube kind of thing, but if you just get the idea, it'll help you get the idea. The heavenly Jerusalem would be as far as width from the coast of California to the Appalachian Mountains. And from the border of Canada to Mexico. And then you cube that. Cube that. 1,400 miles in every direction. That's just the capital. That's just the capital. There's not just the heavenly Jerusalem. There are new heavens. And a new earth. In perusing the book I'm going to completely read called Heaven by Randy Alcorn. Page 447, and he has the same opinion I do. He quotes Ray Stedman, now with the Lord, but a great pastor in his day and commentator. There'll be new planets to develop, new principles to discover, new joys to experience. Every moment of eternity will be an adventure of discovery. Many of us have taken pleasure traveling on this earth. What will it be like to travel both the new earth and the new universe? How cool is that going to be? And then... Last but not least, our future home this is a place of family. Now, I know what some of you are thinking. There are some family members I don't want there. But understand, it'll be family harmony, peace, and love like you've never known. And I'm looking forward to seeing not only my mother and my grandmother and those that have gone on that I knew in this world and I was related to in the flesh. but We're going to get to hang out with David and Moses and Elijah and Elisha and Mother Mary and all these people they are part of our family. We get to have meals with them. We get to sit around and talk about, Mary, what was it like to conceive the Christ child? Elijah, what was it like going to heaven in a whirlwind? Chariots of fire. Paul, what was it like? Your life. I wish I had more time, but I don't. There's going to be international harmony and peace and love. The nations will walk by its light, Revelation 21. The kings of the earth will bring their splendor into it. Every nation, tribe people and language and then anything you have yet to desire in romance don't miss this one this could be a whole message even if you never get married in this life and yet you dream of that one that perfect one that knight in shining armor we'll call the bride of christ he's the bridegroom paul said in second corinthians i want to present you to christ as a pure virgin Ephesians chapter 5, verse 32, Paul talking about the earthly marriage relationship, and then he throws in, but I'm talking about Christ and the church. Listen, God created it, and you have to take by faith that what our world we're going to live in is going to be is an absolute fulfillment and perfection of every romantic desire you've ever had. And even if you're in a good, holy marriage like I am, and my wife would say the same, especially being married to me. It still falls short. And the coming world is the perfect forever marriage, all expenses paid. The former things won't come to mind. That's not because our memories are erased. And we know that from several scriptures, and the best part is God will dwell with us. The voice from the throne I read earlier, and I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, look, God's dwelling his place places among the people, and he will dwell with them. God gave me this, and some of you have heard it, but I think it's so good. It's, it's worth reading again. A new day is dawning for those whose names are written in the Lamb's book of life. A forever world where there's no longer death, mourning, crying, or pain. There are no accidents, ambulances, firemen, doctors, hospitals, assisted living facilities, undertakers, funerals, funeral homes, or cemeteries. There are no retarded, crippled, maimed, blind, or bruised. There's no bug spray, (laughs) antiseptics, antibiotics, aspirin, Excedrin, Advil, Motrin, Visine, sunscreen, band aids, bandages, or blood. There are no cavities, root canals braces dentures dentists or novocaine shots hallelujah there are no counselors psychologists therapists or mental institutions there are no police fbi cia dea dia atf no office of homeland security there'll be no secret service agency there are no terrorist bombs bullets or war there are no political parties or elections no human trafficking pornography prostitution strip clubs drug addicts alcoholics homeless shelters no cursing swearing obscene language no misunderstandings ill feelings fights divorces lawyers or courts there's no pollution rust decay moss or mosquitoes and there's no fear doubt worry or perplexity no hurricanes tornadoes tsunamis blizzards or floods no cold or heat no aging diets faceless, fat skinny or ugly No struggles, no temptation, no sin, no devils, no demons. You make known to me the path of life. You will fill me with joy in your presence, with eternal pleasures at your right hand.
0: From the Apostle Paul's conversion until his death, it was his first priority to teach and tell people about the kingdom of God. Is this on your radar as you go about your daily life? Pastor Danny has been teaching through a series called The Kingdom of God. Now, this may seem removed from the here and now, but Pastor Danny wants you to understand how thinking about God's kingdom can affect your life right now. It also gives you a lot to look forward to in the life to come if you're a follower of Christ. Keep tuning in to this series about God's kingdom and we hope you'll learn some great things that are revealed in God's Word. Would you be willing to pray for us here at The Living Word? As our ministry grows, we want to make sure that we're seeking Jesus first and foremost. We're always in need of His guidance. So please pray that we'd recognize His voice and direction. Thanks so much for praying. Do you live in or near St. Petersburg? If so, we have a special invitation for you. Pastor Danny and all of us here at Calvary Chapel Fellowship would love to have you join us for our weekend services. Find out more and get directions at ccfstpete.church. Or you can join us online if you can't make it in person. Again, that website is ccfstpete.church. Thanks for tuning in today. Join us again to hear more messages from this series right here on The Living Word.